everyone, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, Forks Washington's weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and I'm joined today by three of the hottest monsters you ever did see, Jeremy Leguie, Sean Dunham, and this week's extra special guest, one of my oldest friends, Tatum Brown Lawler. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hey. This week, we are talking about one of the worst teen franchises of all time, Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. As always, spoiler alerts are in full effect. Otherwise, you might find out that it's perfectly fine to fall in love with a baby if she ages at super speed. Okay, the baby of it all. The baby of it okay, all. Okay, but hold on. It's like, is that, what, is that what happened? Like, I don't even... That's what happened. I'm just that gonna, is okay. exactly what happened, yeah. I'm just going to start a low groan right now yeah. and just carry it through the rest of the episode. Okay? Yeah. So just, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Listeners... I'm, I'm going to assume that listeners know at least a little what Twilight is about. But basically, it is a franchise of books and movies wherein a teenage girl, Bella Swan, falls in love with a 200-year-old vampire named Edward Cullen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a torrid love affair wherein um, there's conflict where she's a little bit in love with a werewolf. Um, they end up having, spoiler alert, uh, a child. So we'll get into how that might work. Um, and then the just, you know, the vampire, the vampire police, the vulturi <laughs> come into play. Um, and it's one of the wildest things that I think, uh, has ever existed. So with that being said, um, I'd like to know what everyone's history with these movies and this franchise is. Um, have you seen them before? What do you know about it? What's your, what's your deal? Tatum, you can go first if you want. Oh, okay. Well, Mostly I remember reading the book for the first time. Like, I don't know that I remember the movies because they actually came out when we were finishing high school, which I Mm. definitely felt like I was much younger. (laughs) But yeah, I remember just hiding in the young adult section of Connaught Library and seeing this glossy, beautiful book cover with a sexy rose on it. And I think it's just history. (laughs) The rest is history. (laughs) Yeah. Sexy rose. (laughs) No, Apple. I'm 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 Googling Apple. (laughs) I think, oh, like, yeah, the third, well. yeah, I think, like, the third one is maybe a flower. One of them's a flower. Yeah. It's very... A, se- a the, the one apple. where they... Yeah. You know. <laughs> the you one know. where they consummate their Christian life. Um, yeah, I have, like, actually a very specific memory of um, being in Saskatoon, visiting uh, a friend of ours, uh, Tatum and mine, who um, was told us about this book. She was... It was Irina, and she was like... Um, yeah. I she just read this Harry book. Too. What a good friend. <laughs> what a good friend. She was like, I just read this this book. It's the most amazing thing I've ever read. You guys have to read it. And then we all became rapidly obsessed. Um, yeah, boys, what, what's your history with the, the movies and the books, if any? Um, I only knew of it from, like, pop culture, like, punchlines. Mm. Like, I didn't read it um, or watch it because I was, like, a tad too old. Um, and honestly, just not very interested. Um, <laughs> but uh, I knew so I knew that Edward sparkled, and I there was all this like folklore about his hair. And then when I saw him, I was like, "This hair is nothing. This hair is whatever." <laughs> I don't remember the hair. I feel like everyone's like, "Oh, it's just like we're just like, oh, that floppy hair." Mm-hmm. I was not. I was not impressed. That didn't impress me much. Fair, honestly, fair. Uh, my my story starts in uh, 2012. Uh, I was dating who was at the time girlfriend of the show, Ellen, and um, she really wanted to go see this movie. And uh, I went with a bunch of her friends, and I really didn't know what it was about. I'd heard some stuff about sparkly vampires, but not really much else. Uh, so I saw, I believe it was Breaking Dawn Part Two first. Oh boy. And I was very confused. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and uh, but it's kind of know, the best one. It I is. Agree. Well, uh, well, Ellen sort of like filled me in. You know, like who's this guy? What is he doing here? Why is she so upset? How come this is happening? Who's this? Like, like just all these different things. Um, and then uh, I begrudgingly watched the rest because Ellen's a a, a pretty big fan, I guess. Maybe in the, I, I don't know if she likes the movies, but she liked the books, mm. I think, was the, anyway, um, so I, I watched them expecting to answer all those questions, and uh, it didn't in <laughs> no. any way, shape, or no, form. No questions answered. No. 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 So, um, well, well, 
at the end of the episode, we'll get into my huge, big problem with this. But I'm fine with talking about all the small problems I have before that. <laughs> yeah, I, there's so many. Yeah. I mean, we could literally have, and I think people do, a full podcast about the problems with these movies. Oh, for yeah, sure. if you just went minutia by minutia, you would be like, it, it's completely nonsensical. It could be I'm hundreds gonna, of Googling years it. long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things that if people haven't seen this movie is hard to grasp, like just... They're so confusing. Like, mm-hmm. so Tatum and I and another friend of ours recently rewatched them all um, via Netflix party, um, which is really fun. It's a fun way to have pal time during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we – so we've read all the books. Like, we'd, I'd seen all the movies not even that long ago. I mm-hmm. just rewatched them not that long ago. And still, constantly, constantly we were confused about what was going on. Like – it, things like, happen so fast. There's so many random complexities. People do things that make absolutely zero sense. Not a It's insane. Um, okay, so let's talk about one thing, though, that's a major problem or benefit <clears throat> of these films, depending on how you look at it, which is the acting is <laughs> so weird. It's so stilted. Everyone makes the strangest facial expressions everyone talks in a way that no human being talks and my question is like what is the deal with this because there are like i think three or four different directors over the course of the five films and so it's not a question of like consistent direction to make them behave like this but why (laughs) is my question is why because robert pattinson is probably regarded as like at least an upper echelon of oh yeah actors in our you know, of that age range, even and the it's actually stacked with a lot of great actors. Mm-hmm. And it's very insane. Why is everyone uh, so clammy and shaky? And I think it's a confusing? Pacific Northwest thing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so rainy and they cold. <laughs> they're so yeah. pained, and like everyone feels like they might barf. Yeah, I think yeah. my theory was that the set smelled bad or craft catering. Like, they had a really bad caterer, so they were all, like, Slightly really Ill. sick most of the time. <laughs> uh, well, I've we've talked about this on the show before, and in preparing for the episode, I've I read. Um, so, the, uh, there were different producers, but there was one... Or sorry, there were different directors, but there was one producer for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember his name right now. Mm. But um, that I believe that was his interpretation of what was happening. Like, that's... And I wonder if it was almost supposed to be like a soap opera, mm. but they kind of like didn't go far enough. Where it's like supposed you to be know? like, yeah, it's for sure supposed to be melodramatic. Yeah. But, but, but like, it's like, you know not, how soap opera is just yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. This is like, like 75% of the way there. You know, like, yeah. oh, how do I show that this burger is really good? Oh, just when you're it's eating like, it, squint uh... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's just. Yeah, it just make her sense. drinking that blood in the milkshake. Oh container, my god! She just was like, oh. Also, what a trip to see styrofoam again. That was so weird. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. And to just have that on hand, yeah, at a house, yeah. Like, well, why would it's because they thought they were gonna have to give her a blood transfusion. <laughs> I hate how much I know the details of these films now. Um, so hold up, wait, 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 wait. hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, hold up, hold up. so Are, in... is the, is the cup mentioned in the book? The oh, type of cup? I see what you're saying. I thought you meant <laughs> why that... did they have the blood? No, oh, that's no. fine. We I don't understand. Why yes. but why does what? a normal family have takeout containers yeah. in that way? <laughs> I don't know. They're not a normal family, is the thing. Yeah, they they wouldn't even use them. So what? Like, why would? Yeah. Good point. I just don't understand. It's just one of a million things. And, like, <laughs> listeners, we cannot overstate that it truly is a million things that don't make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and st- one of the interesting thing is that Stephanie Myers herself was a producer on all the films and had, like, a, as I understand it, a lot of artistic oversight, um, which in some ways makes it even more wild because it's like, <laughs> so, so this, like, is this is your vision, vision, hey? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and, oh, another thing to add is, um, she is Mormon, and so a lot of the stuff in these movies, um, if you're, like, looking for it, it will twig this, like, weird Christian vibe. Like, there are so many things where you're, like, 
oh, it's a weird Christian message. I didn't get yeah. it before. But it's confusing because it's about vampires and you would think that, like, mm-hmm. well, and, you know, a lot of Christian organizations were very upset about these books and movies at the time. Um, and it explains the awkward family vibes a yeah. bit to me. Yeah, because the Cullens slash Hales, if you're going by the books, but we're just talking about the movies, um, are just like this family. Well, everyone in Forks, Washington thinks that they're just this family of super attractive teens, although they all look the 35 years teens. old, <laughs> who are all and in relationships with each other. It's very obvious that they're all dating, basically. Yeah, like yeah. they're, they're all like dating disgusting. each other's foster siblings. It's so confusing. They're so rich. Mm-hmm. And then what they have to do is just move from town to town when they've like been there too long because people will realize they're not aging. Um, okay. And the dumbest police chief in the world sees an art piece <laughs> full of graduation <laughs> like caps from their previous conquests and is like that's weird <laughs> yeah, Charlie her dad is not a good cop um I have a question for you guys how do we feel about Edward and Bella's relationship is it healthy is it good how did it even develop <laughs> what's the where's the where did the as, spark happen as, as far as I can tell it's purely based off the fact that she smells and tastes good. Yeah. But he thinks, when he sees her for the first time, he's like going to vomit, isn't he? Because she smells it's, bad? It's or allegedly. Because she smells so good. Yeah. It's allegedly oh. because she her smell is so overpowering to him that it, I think the idea is that there's some like essential chemical bond that they have that they're like meant for each other. I'm making yeah. air quotes for the listener. Yeah. Like, um, like the lion and the gazelle. Exactly. Well, the lion <laughs> and the lamb is the, the, lion and the, lamb. Yeah. Is oh, the well, Bible the other... quote that they yeah. choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's this whole no- like nonsense about how. She, he's been waiting a hundred years for her, basically, which let's not even go there yet. Um, and that she, that she's just the one person who he's completely obsessed with. But and like, she's a shield and he can't read it. So right. Like, he can't, oh, oh, yeah. She's the only person whose mind he can't read because in these books, movies, um, some of the vampires have special powers. We never know why. No idea don't, wait, don't they? Don't they all have special powers? No. Nope. It's random. Except what? for seemingly everyone. Everyone what is in, their, what? in their, like, circle. Yeah. Everyone right. at their standoff has, like, their own fun power. Yeah. And what the vampire police have powers. Yeah. When Dakota I Fanning's thought... like, pain. And then everyone. <laughs> Dakota, Dakota Fanning's so good in these also. That, that was a dynamite impression. Yeah, that was she, really uh, <laughs> um, that one. Honestly, Michael Sheen and Dakota Fanning knew what kind of mm. movie this was. Yeah. And they just went for it. Because they are the fun in this part. That's why the last movie's the best. Is Michael Sheen Arrow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. His and he's like, the best. You guys that laugh? Where he's like... <laughs> Ah! <laughs> I like basically dropped my laptop. I did not expect it was that. So good. Um, okay, but yeah, okay. So their relationship, though, bad. Um, it's bad. It's bad, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's what I'm like, getting at. It's unhealthy. Is that what we're yes. talking about? Their first because couple interactions, there's... he just like gaslights her. Yeah. That's like. And it's she the, like it's the foundation, and she blackmails him <laughs> all the time. He's like, he's like. Can we like marry me? And she's like, turn me, turn me. <laughs> she's like psycho about being turned. Yeah. She's like, can I have your leftovers? And she's like, turn me into a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Basically, their whole relationship is them manipulating each other or mm-hmm. controlling each other. Um, he, we find out, um, like basically, as soon as he meets her, starts breaking into her room to watch her sleep because yeah. vampires yeah, don't sleep. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I mean. Give him a Game Boy. Like, yeah, like, eight extended hours of watching someone sleep. I get that you were in there, but oh my god. Like, just... Like, like watch like, Sopranos or something. Do something useful. Like, yeah. You know? Doing Sudoku while he just sits in her room. Anything. Like... Yeah, and like, he, like, he constantly follows her. He, like, isolates her from other people in her life. Yeah, no, um, that's a huge problem. She, she, from the time she meets him, is completely willing to leave everything else in her life behind and only cares about him. Mm-hmm. Like, without question, is ready to, like, never see her family again and let them believe she's dead. Oh, at um, least twice a movie. She's like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say goodbye to my parents. Just BRB, mm-hmm. gotta just quickly say goodbye. <laughs> um, and she's yeah. always like, Dad, you don't have to worry about me. 
And it's like, he definitely <laughs> always has to. You're crazy. You're so crazy. You make horrible yeah. decisions. No, as a father, that's basically a worst case scenario. Yeah. No right? Kidding. Like, that's like, like, I've completely lost control. I have no idea what's going on. And, you know, it's lucky that this came out before, like, social media was big. Because once that happens, this whole thing becomes impossible. Right? You know, like they move from one town over and it's like, look at all these posts from the last 12 years. Like, what are you? Oh, the Cullens what? would totally be those people who are like, oh, we don't have online yeah. lives. <laughs> we like to keep it real. <laughs> um, or they have like the prettiest Tumblr page. Oh, not oh Tumblr, yeah. Just, just curated Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> curated Instagram grid. Yeah. Um, it's weird to me because... So Bella seemingly so head over heels for Edward, but mm-hmm. then he leaves town for like a minute, and she's mm-hmm. exactly just as head over heels for Jacob. Jakey. Very well, quickly. But, well, she but has... we also have to talk about the depression, yeah. which just, like, how long, was that 25 years? It was, Like, okay. I can't tell. So when many... she just lies in bed, sleeping, <laughs> like... and Screaming, blood curling scream. That was an artistic interpretation, you guys. Obviously, <laughs> that was um, chilling. It was yeah. chilling. I'm like, though. this woman needs a psychologist. She, be- oh, <laughs> everyone in these movies needs therapy so bad. Um, basically, they know each other for like what three months or something, and then he yeah. leaves because he decides she he's a danger to her, which he's correct. Um, yeah. and then she's completely bereft for like three months. For like, I don't know, It they change seasons like three times, don't they? Maybe yeah. she's depressed for like a year, I don't know. And then she deci- she just transfers her affection because she needs constant validation to Jacob, a younger man who we find out is a werewolf. And there's all kinds of really complicated stuff in terms of like indigeneity and how it's depicted in these films and how it's associated with werewolfness that I kind but of don't weirdly, even want to go into. these films have, like, the biggest indigenous cast yeah. ever, I know. like, Korea. in any... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. so bizarre. It's wild, because a lot of it's so problematic, but then, yeah, there are actually some, like, good moments with the... Indi- like, there are quite a few indigenous actors. Um, but, yeah, she basically just, like, completely then gets obsessed with Jacob, but then all the while, like, doing dangerous things so that basically the image of Edward will appear... Right. I don't even know. Like, in the face is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause, isn't it because he forces her, he kisses her without her consent? Oh, yeah. He is that when she punches punch him? In the face. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but so, yeah, he's bad movie, too. Go she on, sorry. makes him kiss her. For no, it, it doesn't make but any like, sense. But just how long is his hair at both times of the kissing? <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that's a part of it. <laughs> the the hair. I think, I think she's just attracted to creepy crawlies. Like I think yeah. that's her thing. Yeah, yes. right? everyone's a kooky creep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like she, I like the four friends in high school that are like they kind of know Bella, and when we flash to them, they're just like living normal. But then she'll be like, "Hey," and then they're always like, "Hey, Bella." <laughs> like, especially it's so, it like really makes best. yeah, especially it really makes Jessica them stick out how creepy this whole family (laughs) and they're just like we're just trying to live our good high school life yeah they're kind of like all of us there's like yeah they're the group of normal teens that's like us the viewer and then there's jessica who's played by anna kendrick who is so funny and always right like just (laughs) she always says exactly what we're thinking um Which is like, how long can this marriage last? (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Just like, just talking smack about their wedding. But Um, really, like, you're, we just graduated high school. It's like, (laughs) okay. Yeah, she literally is like, so do you think we're going to be able to see her showing at the wedding? (laughs) And I'm like, that is exactly the question I'd be asking. But then she still gets to speak. Yeah. Oh, that wedding, that a wedding had eighty speeches. Every single person gets to have a speech, including the groom who just makes a speech about how much he loves the bride, which isn't a thing that happens. Like that's called your vows. It's implied if you're marrying her, <laughs> right? Don't you, don't you know that when a vampire gets married, that's why it's called a vampire weekend because it takes oh. so long. Wow, Jeremy. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that was good. Um. <laughs> Can we talk about how Bella is objectively a bad person? We yeah. have a little, but let's talk more yeah. about that. I, I don't know. The word selfish comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if that's what it is. 
Because I think if she was selfless, at the end, she would have gained something. Mm. And I don't... She fails at that so many times, I don't know that that's what... That's the proper word. She's, like, completely self-centered, but also has zero sense of self-preservation. Yeah. Or, like, any goals, desires wants needs that she ever like talks about except to be with edward um but she constantly uses other people like when that blonde sister she like they have like a bit of a that sister is like you i wish that i had a choice and you have a choice to not become a vampire and like makes a very well intentioned speech as to why she shouldn't be and all bella hears is like i hate you don't become a vampire (laughs) literally she's just like you don't even like and she overestimates her strength all the time like people are like edward if edward has sex with you he will probably kill you and she's like (laughs) just try edward (laughs) she doesn't care are you not hearing anything that we're saying yeah and like does not care like her relationship to jacob is just like Anytime Edward's not paying attention to her, basically, or, like, she needs validation, she runs to him. But, like, no concern for his feelings what, for it whatsoever. She puts her parents just through Oh, God, her poor, poor Charlie. Yeah, her Charlie. poor dad. Her mom is kind of nothing. It's so weird. Like, her mom's just really vague and kind of, like, loves her and is there sometimes, but then is, has no idea that anything weird's going on ever. It's so That's weird. how people from Phoenix are. Apparently. <laughs> I do not believe that Bella grew up in Phoenix. Not for a second. <laughs> With that pasty skin? Yeah, no. Yeah. She's like, I know, and she at the beginning she talks about how much she hate fork, hates Forks because it's like so rainy and cold and not like sunny. And it's like, you're the least sunny human being I've ever met yeah, in my like, entire life. This is life. right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm surprised you weren't born here. Yeah. yeah. This is like... Yeah, so... Yeah, basically she's a bad person. That's kind of the thesis of that. Because, um, like, the way that she even left her dad at the end, mm. she just was like, just let, just know that when I need to tell you something, I will. And that's, like, all he can do. That's, yeah. that's the worst thing to hear as and a parent. he <laughs> sees that she adopts a baby, which is well, insane. Yeah, we'll In his mind, he's like, wait, you adopted a baby? That will never happen. And then the baby ages... And we you know into a toddler in like two weeks or whatever, and he just is not allowed to know anything more. Uh, the scene that the scene that I was missing throughout this whole thing was right at the end, of like right right before the credits roll, and it's Bella and her dad, and she like fesses up and she's like, "Edward's a vampire and Jacob's a werewolf," and he's just like, "Yeah, I know, I work here." Like like he's just like like. Of course I know. Why would I not know? <laughs> How could I not know? <laughs> like, like, but somehow, JR, you know, he doesn't know. He but doesn't. Is, and then, <laughs> is Bella the only one that Googled it? Like, she yeah. found this out from Google. <laughs> Everyone else could have found this out from Google. She actually found this out in the movie, which is my favorite, from going online, yeah. typing in the one ter- search term she has from a conversation she had, the cold ones, finding a book from a bookstore going to that bookstore, buying the book, finding a piece of information in that book, and then Googling that piece of information. That's not how That's... research works. Why didn't you just Google it in the first place? I don't know why, but that makes me so She's irrationally looking for credible angry. sources, Sonia. <laughs> Clearly, but it's like... <laughs> Wikipedia is not a credible source for it's so, information. It's so dumb. <laughs> Everything she does is dumb, honestly. It's, That's basically... It's so dumb. She, like, doesn't care that Edward has killed people as a vampire, but when nope. Jacob comes out as a werewolf. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. Comes out. I think coming out is appropriate. <laughs> I think that's and so he says fine. that he's killed people, she's like so mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah, no, her it, standards are wild. It makes her a little horny if Edward killed people. Yes! And like we talked about this in our watching of it, of like if I was really in love with someone and they weren't, like, a garbage manipulative person in the way Edward was, I mean, if I was in love with a vampire who wasn't terrible like Edward is, and he told me, like, yes, okay, at one time in my life I did kill people, but they were all bad people who were, like, about to commit sexual assault and or murder. I Which think is be, so handy for him be to okay, always be, okay be right with there. That. <laughs> it is, though. That's so Edward. Um, 
Just trolling Craigslist. Just like, trolling <laughs> Craigslist creeps. Basically. Oh, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be great. Basically. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's her her decision making and this is the part of it that like makes me a bit anxious is like what did it do to all of us to read these books as teens and base romance off of the, these ideas? It can't be good. I don't wanna well, I don't wanna get into that at all. But I do feel like her decisions are completely to justify the plot. Yeah. Right? Like like, you know, oh, I want to get here, so these are what these people would do, so this is how she has to behave. And uh yeah, so she'll just jump off a cliff for reasons. <laughs> for reasons. For plot reasons. Print it. Honestly, that's so true. And like no tea, no shade, Stephanie Meyer, but your writing is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the new book to come out. Yes, oh that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing prequel? we have to talk about. Yeah, well, is it it's is it no, Edwards it's a retelling of the first book from Edward's perspective, which initially was going to come out in like 2009, but someone leaked it online, and then she got so mad she was like, "Now you can't have it." But now she's decided we need it. So do you know what the parts that I enjoyed the most are like the little flashbacks to what the Colin family and what they did. Before. That's true. Yeah. Same. And like, yeah. if, so if she did a bit of that, I would be interested. I like that. I agree. I yeah. liked the blonde sisters, like little story. I didn't I, understand I see- the one brother who they're like, he's so new. He's a baby. Uh, um, but he died. Soldier. The Confederate he soldier. He died in yeah. the civil war. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay, that is actually all the time we have for this half. Uh, So we are going to go take a quick break, uh, go hunt some mountain lions, and we will be right back on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to talking Twilight in just a second here. But first, um, hey, Jared, do you know um, know what time it is? Uh, It is game time. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I was like, how do I fit that into an air horn sound? You guys do not disappoint. Uh, For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend quite a bit of time this week (laughs) trying to find a title related to our topic that that my co-hosts and guest hosts have not seen. Uh, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. Are you guys ready uh, to play the game? Yes! This week's title is Twilight's Last Gleaming. That title again, (laughs) Twilight's Last Gleaming. Okay, I think this is um, a fan film created on YouTube. Not unlike every montage that happens in every one of the Twilight movies where there's a fan montage from YouTube, which Tatum (laughs) pointed out, and it's very funny. Um... And basically, this is um, a dramatic uh, depiction of Edward and Bella deciding that they've had enough of forever after, like, I don't know, 2,000 years, they're just left. And they're like, you know what? It's time for us to go on to the afterlife. And so it's about them deciding to, um, you know, pull a Romeo and Juliet right at the end. Wow. It's dark. (laughs) But it's sparkly. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. Dark. I think I'd like to see that. I think I'd like to see that. Same. They, okay. they twist each other's heads off. <laughs> Just pop. Pop. Uh, Sean? Um, I believe that Twilight's Last Gleaming is um, an Edward origin story uh, about how he wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Um <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's just like it's kind of a, a slumdog millionaire where every situation that happens to him is like a line in the song and mm-hmm. um, you know and so you get a flash forward and uh, yeah it's a nice you know you get to know Edward a little better once you know his past amazing oh that sounds great that sounds good <laughs> uh, Tatum okay um, I think that this is from the perspective of the baby well, in the womb, oh. and so it's like a film noir, and it's it's really moody, like just gleams of lights like you might see through a uh, belly if you were in the womb. I'm not sure. That does sound amazing. I would uh, it's that. called New Womb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Uh, you are all very close in no way, shape, or form. Uh, Twilight's Last Gleaming is a 1977 thriller film 
uh, starring, I had it, uh, Burt Lancaster. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty alright. I've never heard of this movie. Uh, I just looked, I was just looking for something with Twilight in the title, title <laughs> and this is where I arrived. Uh, I, uh, it sounds kind of cool, kind of like, uh, uh, like a The Rock situation mm-hmm. with, um, Nicolas Cage. Uh, I will just read you the tagline that's on the poster. And uh, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the whole thing. And then uh, that's all you're going to get. So if you want more, go and watch Twilight's Last Gleaming. Okay, here we go. We've invaded Silo 3. We're prepared to launch nine nuclear missiles. We demand $10 million, Air Force One, and you, Mr. President. <gasps> wow. <gasps> Dang. Chills. chills. Literal chills. Wow. Uh, the game is, of course, brought to you by the biggest theater in town, the... Kramer IMAX Theater at the Saskatchewan Science Center. No, yep. Saskatchewan Science? Yeah. Yep. Guys, I miss going to the theater so much. Oh, me too. Well, now about you can get in your coming. little car and drive right into the Saskatchewan Science Center. There's oh, a drive-in coming? I'm just there kidding. is a drive-in coming. <laughs> That's There's, exciting. It's going to be at the Northgate Mall. It can take like 60-some cars at a time. Uh, they're working on all these logistics, but they've bought a screen. They have They have asked several spirit bears about their input. <laughs> so it'll be very how many spear bears high and wide <laughs> yeah. Kramer IMAX we miss you and we're gonna go soon when we can uh, um, okay one of the things we should talk about um, with these movies the Twilight movies is the visual effects um, we have because to we have to they make what I would say is a liberal use of, of visual effects um, and they're bad, almost almost universally very bad. Are they bad just because they're from the 2000s, or does it go deeper than that? Please discuss. They're bad because when you kill a vampire, it sounds like a vase breaking. Like, that makes no <laughs> sense. Yeah. Or there's a popping sound as their like head comes off. Like, they just shattered like glass. Sean, they have diamond skin. It was a decision. They're made of diamonds? But they're, like, made of rock almost because when they – so the way that they kill other vampires is, like, they pop their heads off basically and then set Mm -hmm. them on fire. But when they do pop their heads off, there's, like, a – it looks like jagged rock, like, where their neck is. And the sound is just a bunch of glass breaking. I kind of think it could be the sound. Like, Mm. maybe if the sound was better, the effects wouldn't – no, they'd probably still be pretty bad. <laughs> well, the baby. But like the piggyback well, running fast is the, the funniest thing. The piggyback running is so funny. <laughs> well, okay, Tatum already well, knows this. Monkey. That is my favorite line from the whole series. Is like Edward and Bella are having this romantic time in the woods, and then he's gonna let her ride on his back, and he goes, "Hold on tight, Spider Monkey." <laughs> <laughs> so you should have called her Spider Monkey for the rest of the yeah, the I rest agree. of the series. And I just agree. like how people will just go to sit in a chair but move like super fast there. Yeah. And then there's good like, there is good sound effect as well, you're right. But why the wolves are bad. I do I do think that like I like I get that they're trying to do something different. And I assume this has to be described in some way, shape, or form in the book, at least a little bit. But like to like turn how vampires normally are. So I wonder if it's just like because the werewolves, I don't have as much of a problem with. Yeah, right. right? Like, like the animation like, looks dated, but it's like yeah, you know pretty good whatever, for the time. Yeah. Whereas maybe it's just like my preconceived notion of like what this is supposed to look like makes it that much more awkward. The vampires, maybe. you mean? Yeah, and like there's there's a lot of choices that are just like in. I think it's the third one. Is that the one with the vampire army? Uh, the Newborn yeah. Army, yeah. 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 I think they like switched to HD or something because the makeup is just like oh, so yeah. thick. Like it's yeah. just like, and it's like in their eyes and stuff. <laughs> and like pale doesn't have to mean that. Like it really doesn't. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Oh and my like, God. I swear there's like, it almost looks like there's like a weird Snapchat filter on their faces for some of them. Like, especially yeah. Edward in like the second mm-hmm. and third one. Mm-hmm. He looks like distorted kind of. It's so weird. Like the way that they chose, because basically the lore is that like vampires are, like when you become a vampire, you become the hottest possible version of yourself. None which I'm like, what hot. happens when an uggo becomes a vampire? Like, are you just medium? I don't know. It's never explained. <laughs> what if a two all of them are a mega vampire? hot. Yeah, if you're a two, do you become a four? I um, it's a three point two. increase <laughs> across the line. <laughs> baseline three point increase. They're all so hot. But like um, the way special, in which oh, they make them hot is just like, it's weird hot. Like, it's not... 
It's they're weird to look at. It's like lizard hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, um, Sean. What were you gonna say? The the birth was a oh, horror show. I can't like, even. I can't watch that. Like when they transform her into so skinny it's... and just like, ugh. and then when her <laughs> when she's giving birth and it's just breaking all of her bones. Oh, the it's sound so disgusting. And okay, Sean. You know what? That movie because we checked is rated PG thirteen. Yes. It's revolting. literally the way. No, also, I love this because um, Robert Pattinson hates these movies. He never wants to talk about them again. <laughs> he doesn't want to acknowledge them. And he has this one interview where he's like, surely there was a less horrifying way to get that creepy baby out, is what he said. <laughs> because what happens is, and listeners, I'm going to try and say this in a way that's not going to scar you. Um, basically, through... inscrutable series of events, Edward as a vampire gets Bella as a human pregnant. I have Mm -hmm. a theory that I've shared with Tatum in which (laughs) perhaps there was um, one last uh, amount of um, baby-making substance that a man would contribute left when Edward was turned, and so he has, like, one left... Why, why wouldn't this work? Why well, he's not. Like, sorry, he's okay, not I'm just going to say alive, so how can you Yeah, have... do vampires have sperm? Like, that's what I I'm would, getting I at. Would, like, does he have spit? I would hope so. Like, he <laughs> still secretes things. I don't know. Gets, but, so she gets pregnant, and then basically the half-vampire spawn is killing her during her, like, pregnancy. And then there's some really complicated, like, reproductive rights politics oh, yeah. going on that I oh, yeah. won't even get into, where it's like, <laughs> totally. you can't kill the baby! And it's like, okay. Um, she's like, it's my choice. And she's like, Salvo. <laughs> yeah, she's fully <laughs> like, dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she, there's the most horrifying scene where she's, like, giving birth to the baby, and yeah, all the bones in her body are breaking, she's screaming, there's so much blood, they show everything, like, I think we were all covering our eyes while we were watching it, Um, and it's so horrifying, and then it's just like, oh yeah, PG-13. And the way they make her body is, like, stick thin legs and arms, it's, like, actually so disgusting, and then she trying to save her is just, like, biting yeah. all over her body just like yeah. ah, 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 ah. it's, it's like it's so nasty he's, he's, he's gotta get his venom, venom in there why man. couldn't Come they on. turn her like why why did they have to wait it it's one of the many 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 things they never explain um but luckily it gave birth to the most beautiful baby <laughs> in the world this is what we have to talk about <laughs> is, is that is that baby at any point played by a human person uh, yes. When it's like a child. Yeah. And the child she's on is TikTok. Real. You can follow her if you want. <laughs> we found her on TikTok. She made a TikTok actually about how she got bullied pretty bad Aww. for being in those movies, which is sad. But, but basically, yeah, so. initially they created, and maybe we should like post this on our Instagram or something, the yeah, world's most it. horrifying doll to be the like baby slash toddler. What Chuck Esme, I think, is what people yeah. call it. Because oh, also she names her baby Renesme, which is a combination of the two moms' names, and it's the okay, best thing yeah, I've ever she's heard. She's trash for that. Her other it's name was so, EJ. It's EJ so and Renesme. Come on, Renesme. Um, but they realized quickly that this like practical effect, like the doll, was the most horrifying looking creature to ever grace this earth. I've, guys, I I Google. I've never. I Got I it. didn't know. I just saw the doll. How they I got just fa- that far into the development of this <laughs> doll before realizing it was a horrendous idea? Yeah, it's... they were just like too close to it. They're like couldn't see the forest for the trees, and then all of a sudden they're like, "What has got rot?" It's it's the fog on the west coast. They just couldn't see clearly. Yeah. Um. And so then what they did instead was, like, CGI a baby toddler young person to be this baby. And it looks so whack. Like, I just, it's, it's so It's like a human uncanny. with a baby, fil- like a, an adult with a baby filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just being like, goo goo <laughs> Like, acting like a baby. It's- okay. Okay. All right. So, no, just, like... I like I really can't look away right now. But like <laughs> seeing this it. doll. Like see, see describe it. Oh yeah. my god. Describe it. <laughs> if 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 Roseanne Barr had Benjamin Button's disease. Oh. <laughs> I would say condition, maybe not disease, but I <laughs> But like also kind of accurate. <laughs> 
but like like looking at it now like so I, I got a side by side of the doll and then the CGI baby they used on Google here mm-hmm. and like the bar has been lowered so much that the CGI baby kind of looks okay yeah you yeah. no, like that's knowing, true. Knowing what it could have been. They, they that's true. It. That's actually true. Because <laughs> when you first, because if you didn't know that the doll existed, and then you when you see the CGI baby, you're like, oh, what is happening? But you're right that then, in comparison to the doll, the CGI baby is pretty artful. Honestly. Or if you're Jacob, you see that baby and you say, okay. that's who and I so- want to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> and so this is the thing. I'm actually that- in love with you, baby. <laughs> Jacob, the way that she resolves the like love triangle of the whole series. Oh, no. <laughs> Jerry's setting us. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so- a strategic it's, screen share. Okay, I'll stop. I'll it's stop. so <laughs> terrifying. The way that Stephanie Myers resolved the love triangle between Bella, Edward, and Jacob is that, in fact, Jacob was never in love with Bella. He was in love with the part of Bella that became her daughter because her he imprints yeah. on her baby. Let's call it an egg. I mean... Well, yeah, her ova. Basically, one of her ovum. One okay. of her ova. A singular yeah. ovum. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get that. Like, it's like, so yeah, he... And but Bella like, was still in love with him, so that part's still there. Exactly. And luckily well, no, allegedly so... it was the part of her that was Renesmee that wanted him near, he says at one point. That's dumb. And it's, luckily, yeah. um, the baby grows so quickly that it will reach Jacob's age, but then immediately stop aging. Yeah, as that after Brazilian, seven years. As that Brazilian guy said, I age uh, very quickly until I'm hot, and then I stay that way. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> it was just so uh, handy. So I I do have to ask, and this like like I am completely ignorant here. Mm-hmm. And if if it's if it's up to speculation, we can talk. Is it meant to be a romantic relationship? Yep. There's there's a lot of positive nodding here. <laughs> yep, it's it is. And he it's so annoying because they try and like skirt around it. So like when Bella first finds out that he's imprinted on the baby, it's like one of the best parts of the movies. That was like, my favorite. You imprinted on my daughter, and you <laughs> nicknamed her after the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> that was a very impression. good line. It was yeah. a very good line reading. Also, Sonia. Thank you. <laughs> um, but the way he skirts around it is basically like it's not what you think it is. But it's like, well, no, but it is it, though. It is. Be- like eventually mm-hmm. they have a romantic relationship. So, really? Yeah. This, Does this... Jacob stop aging? Like, is there any No, he's going to die at some point. Well, this is it... the Romeo Juliet sitch, is that mm-hmm. he's a werewolf Capulet. She's a vampire Montague. Half vampire. Oh my god, that should have been what Twilight's last gleaming was, was their last, their love story. Their love oh, story. Yes, oh, yes. That's have been... good. To unite the two. Mm-hmm. Where she finally realizes that this was incredibly inappropriate and <laughs> kills them all. Is that the, the logical endpoint of this? Okay, this is the point at which we would normally transition to what you're watching, but I would like to ask mm-hmm. my co-host permission that we dispense with what you're watching this week and yeah, just we keep going. I was going okay, to suggest that. Because yeah. we have so much more to say. Um, but yeah, so so there's that, where Jacob falls in love with a baby. Um Oh, we should talk about the twist. The quote the unquote twist, twist. The twist yes, yes. blew my mind. Yeah. I was, it, it was good. Spoiler alert. I was so alert. annoyed. Well, is it good though, Jared? Because let me just yeah. spoiler alert. In the last movie, there's a scene where basically there's like the final the quote unquote final battle between the Cullens and the vampire police. And one of them, Alice, has the ability to see the future. And so we see a whole scene play out where, like, Arrow, played by Michael Sheen, best character in the whole series, um, like, is reading Alice's mind to see what she has seen. And then we see a whole scene in which, like, more Beloved than half of the main characters die. Killed. Heads are ripped off. So Dakota Fanning Fanning gets mauled by a dog. It's so awful, like... Everything's bad, and then it just click zooms out, and we realize it was Alice showing him that vision so that he would realize that they were going to lose the war, basically, so that he wouldn't want to fight in the first place. Is, isn't it just that he dies? He doesn't care about the outcome. Yeah, he, he just probably, cares about yeah. He basically he cares yeah. that he would die yeah. um, and that they would lose. Um, 
It was so fun because I knew the twist was coming, but Tatum and our other friend Bridget, who we were watching with, did not know the twist was yeah, coming, forgot. had forgotten. And so they were just like freaking out about everyone dying and everything bad happening. And I'm just sitting there being like, they don't know. And what did you guys did, think? Why did Remy Malik destroy the earth and make everybody fall <laughs> into the Where did the, the ice? lava come from? I was like, that didn't yeah. help anything, Remy. We laughed so hard about the lava because it's like, why was there just la- why was there just so magma close. in the middle? You guys, there's lava under the ground. That's yeah, where it is. It's, it's not like just like deep ten but feet he like under. cleaved the earth in two somehow. Um, it, so in the book, it does describe like this is how they get out of it, right? It just shows us more of that. Yeah, I, I forget. I think in the, in the I think it's kind of the same in the book where like it seems like that's just happening, but then you realize it was the vision the whole time. But it's well, like, uh, is there anything uh, lazier than that? Yeah, it's you can't. So lazy. You can't just mislead. You can't just lie. That's not a good plot twist. It's... No, no, hold on. This is what are you talking? About? This is great. This is the. No. This is a. This is a very good instance of using film, like like the book to film transition, in because it offers something more you didn't have, right? Like it's this incredibly shocking thing that really shouldn't be happening. But then you find out that this is how it's all going to go down if this person makes this choice, which I think is good. Like, I think yes. I'd like, like, I mean, I, I like the whole time I was like, why aren't these guys fighting? And then they started to fight. So, yeah. So like, it is like, a good way the, to have your cake and eat it too. Like, yeah, yeah that's you get true. to have these crazy shocking thing happen. And you get to it see would, Dakota Fanning have her come up. Yeah. It'd be more fun if there was like some eat, like, if you could pay attention really close and catch on before, I feel like that's, I don't know. When the, yeah. I feel like that would be fun, but. It, now, well, well, as a person who, like, had nothing, like, going into it com- with absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I'm like, none of this makes any sense. This thing does. Like, this one flashback wow. with the, like, yeah, okay, this guy wouldn't want this. Yeah, I, I got it. Like, that makes sense. Um, and honestly, like, they just need to work on their communication. Like, do they not have All phones? Like, what is the... I know. Like, what is the problem here? But yet All they somehow organized everybody catching the same flight from Italy to all go at the same... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, Sean. You're not wrong. They're the creepiest plane ride ever, questions. probably. <laughs> yeah, they would probably just eat no them investigating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Is there anything else we need to say about effects? I just want to say... The the toddler wearing a big wig was just oh, a bad yeah. one. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of wig moments. Like it's in not necessary films. for this baby to have a floor length hair. Also, <laughs> I think Stephanie Myers has like a long hair fetish because mm-hmm. Bella's hair throughout these films is wild. Everyone has bad wigs, basically, in the, at yeah. least the first two. Um, Arrows. Yeah. Arrows. She might be obsessed with hair. It's something. It's definitely something. Um, to close out, I would really like to know what is everyone's favorite WTF moment from this series? Mine. Oh, I have so many, but yeah. Okay. Does anyone have one they'd like to share? Well, I mine's a good transition because I was going to talk about the wigs Great. and just say mm. the fact that they use the same wig for Jacob in the first movie and Arrow in the last movie. <laughs> like literally, seems the like same. they could have just got a different wig. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so distracting. Boys, do you have one? I think at the end when she's like, I made this for you. And then she shows him like a clip show that she put in her mind. Like she made, little, she made a little iMovie montage like with music. <laughs> and she's like, here you go. Mm. It's was just like, what are these powers? What did, I, why did you have to show him how you met? <laughs> <laughs> to, to, um, it's this thing where she's like now you know that I love you more than anyone has ever loved anyone and it's like because you made a, a clip show because like, you spent a few minutes editing <laughs> in your brain in your brain <laughs> Jer what's yours uh, I it, it always just stuck out to me I am not going to remember these people's names I watched this this week so it's a little sad Yeah, but several times throughout the whole thing because that one girl can tell the future they have to do the whole, like, I can't tell you why, but I need to go. And there's, like, a letter, and it's, like, you know, it's kind of cool, because it's, like, oh, there's another letter hidden somewhere else that you can find. You know, like, that kind of stuff is neat. But it's just, like, 
you could be a bit more transparent here. Like we <laughs> understand like what all of this is going. Like I don't even really just... know why she met with Jay Jenks, <laughs> which is a dumb name. <laughs> Jay Jenks, Jay Jonah Jenkinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, oh, it, like he had those passports, uh, yeah. but they Renda, Nessie and Jacob didn't go anywhere, did they? Well, they didn't, well, didn't need to. Yeah, because oh. they were planning for them to run away. If they it can use it when they that. go on their honeymoon later. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know if I can pick one. Um, one of my least favorite is right after um, they consummate their love on their honeymoon. And then mm. Bella's, like, remembering the night before and just, like, looking at all the bruises on her body and, like, lovingly remembering what happened. That's one of the moments at which you're like, oh, no, <laughs> she has internalized this, like, abusive dynamic and it ain't good. That's yeah, one but, of mine. But, Sonia, he's not happy with himself, so it's okay. Right. Well, yeah, it. then he sulks about it and basically, like, <laughs> makes her want to make up for the fact that he's sad, which is a classic manipulative move, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's rough. Okay, I do have to I, I have to bring up my thing. Kay. It won't be long. Kay. But I do feel like Twilight is the first instance in where you need to have read the book to understand what's going on. Yeah. Because I watch it now, and I still have no idea why things are the way they are. I don't know why people care about stuff. I don't know anything. I have no idea what's going on 90% of the time. And I feel like when I hear my wife talk about it, there's all these justifications of why the world is the way it is. But they just didn't put it in the movie. They were like, I'll just cut that. That's not going to work. So just take it right out. Um, Do you guys feel this too? Like, is it like... You know, is is watching it with the knowledge of the book that much better? And then, Sean, like, are you just as lost as I am because you haven't read this? Well, I was confused why they focused the first, like, three films on the most boring people in the world when they could have done a whole thing on, like, the Voltari, which are so interesting. 100%. And I just wanted the entire movie to be about them and the adventures they get up to. All the flashbacks are way better than anything else we see. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't know if it's just because I forget the books, but I don't feel like you get a whole bunch more from having read them. Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that still isn't explained, even if you read the books. But that could just be my memory. Tatum, is that mm. Yeah, is that I you honestly, feel? I don't remember the books, but I'm feeling pretty motivated to re- reread them. Yeah, I might <laughs> But, like, I well, for some and- reason kept thinking they couldn't breathe. Or, like, they didn't breathe. <laughs> and then I kept so getting funny. so confused during the movies. I was like, wait, I thought they couldn't breathe. You can see his breath in the air. And they went so confused. <laughs> Every like, time. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Uh, yeah, I would say, like, okay, just to be fair... There is a there is a twilight renaissance happening right now where a lot of especially women who enjoyed the books as teenagers are now like revisiting them in this time. And I just want to say if there is one single redeeming thing about this franchise, it is that I appreciate that it is a genuine celebration of women's desires and subjectivity. It's a very flawed one in my personal brain, but it's I, I do appreciate that it's like it was a huge cultural moment entirely focused on like the female gaze is the one thing I will say. Mm-hmm. And the fandom. Just like and I feel like fandom. that's why part of why it got so much hate is because it was just a bunch of women mm-hmm. really loving something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I do think that's cool that women are like unabashedly like, no, I'm gonna love this and I don't care if you make fun of me for it. And that, y'all, is all the time we have for this week. So mm-hmm. I would like to give a shout out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna. My co-hosts, uh, Sean and Jeremy, are amazing guest Tatum, everyone yeah. at CJTR, and to you, our beloved listeners. The show is broadcast Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Stay safe and have a great week. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye.